position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 90 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you on this Friday, July 15th, 2016. 2016, 07, okay, goddamn it, 2150 Pacific Time, that's left coast time, for those of you who don't know what the fuck is up, that's also known as 9.57pm at night, for reals, dude, it's episode 90, stepping up our game here, um... I don't know, what the fuck. Uh, let's have some whiskey. Cheers to episode 90. That's all I gotta say about episode 90, I guess. Other than this week, a concerted effort has been made to, uh, really put, to really focus on the best aspect of best Linux games this week. Uh, but let's get to our top stories. Oh, yes, I have War, I have War Molina over there in the booth. Crack Engineer says hi. Ooh. Mmm. Lots to get to. So, our top stories this week. First of all, I gotta give a shout out to my main man, the infamous one, NF- NFMZ1. Um, uh, hit me up this morning, uh, recommended, uh, don't star, or sir, you're being hunted, and hit me up with a key. So, hopefully I'll be able to get some time playing that. But we had a good time, uh, just chatting about, you know, Linux gaming and, you know, what he's playing and, Hardware setups and Jupiter Broadcasting and how Chris Fisher actually is as disturbingly not... Like, Chris Fisher from uh, Jupiter Broadcasting, you know, uh, absolutely one of the best uh, exponents of uh, Linux and f- uh, free and open source software um, and technology news, information, education, uh, entertainment, and etc. Um, check him out. Linux Action Show, TechSnap. You know, etc. Um, Linux Unplugged. Uh, you know, just, yeah, yeah, other shows. Uh, we also talked about how disturbing it is when you meet him in person to find out that that is actually who he is. He's that nice and that smart. And anyway, so, cheers, infamous one. Uh, and by the way, any of you can feel free to hit me up on Steam. You know, I am 
generally available. Uh, if I'm there in the little friends list, you know, Skooky Sprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. So you might say hi. Um, also in our, in our uh, top stories this week, fucking, I don't know if they fixed it, but, um, the Steam store, uh, as of like two hours ago, when I was putting together the final show notes with Ivor over there, um, doing the rundown, and, uh, Steam Store has gone fucking insanely retarded again, uh, in terms of making it difficult to find, uh, which games are available for Linux, which games aren't available for Linux. It's listing some games that aren't, that are available for Linux as not being available for Linux, and listing some games that aren't available for Linux as being available for Linux. Very fucking confusing. So I'm just, just saying, Kind of preemptively, I mean, I did, I, I, I think we vetted this show pretty well this week, but, uh, never can tell. It is so frustrating. Uh, so yeah, you never can tell. If there are any errors this week, I'm sorry, you know, of course we'll run corrections next week, but, uh, I, really what I want to say is it is so frustrating every, you know, I don't know, it's not a regular thing, but when it happens, when, when the Steam store just can't fucking get its shit together. It happens like, I don't know, maybe twice a year, something like that. Um, it is so impossibly frustrating. Um, thank God they have like a, a pretty good return process, but even that, like, it's inexcusable because like, you know, their list, there were games that I bought yesterday, um, that, uh, are, that are totally fine for Linux, brand new games that totally disappeared from the list um today you know blah that's really frustrating anyway uh and finally in our top stories we have two videos of the week this week uh check out the blurb for this episode uh either in you know our steam announcement page or go to www.bestlinuxgames.com and uh, check out the episodes page or look at the sidebar uh we have two videos of the week one uh, is for one of our new and noteworthy titles called shadows of kurgansk which we'll talk about more when we hit that up specifically and the other one is a kind of a teaser for uh next week's full review of forced showdown which i have planned hopefully we'll you know hopefully that'll actually happen that way but um yeah it's very rare that we have two videos of the week so check those out especially the shadows of kurgansk uh video because it's a very visual thing and that's like really what i wanted to feature about it so ivor I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Ah, yes. First, they're new and noteworthy. As I mentioned, uh, we have Shadows of Kurgansk. K-U-R-G-A-N-S-K. Which is in early access. It is a... It's a combination of a lot of different um, game types, predominantly uh, first-person Minecraft-esque crafting, scrounging, survival, um, but then it also has, like, this whole um, irradiated, like, survival against zombies and... uh, uh, superhuman, demi-preternatural creatures kind of thing, but it, it's very heavily focused on craft, on basic, um, crafting and survival. Like, you know, you have to build a fire, you have to stay warm, you have to keep feeding yourself. Um, blah, blah, blah. Lots of cool play mechanics, a lot of combinations of, um, of gameplay in Shadows of Kurgansk. It's, it's in early access, but the reason why I'm popping it straight to the top of our new and noteworthy, even though it is in early access, um, it's $14.99, which is also sounds kind of expensive, but check out the video of the week for us. Don't look at their Steam store page. The real thing that like jumps out at you from Shadows of Kurgansk, because I bought it and I've been playing it a little bit, um, is the really beautiful pseudo cartoony cell shaded demi vectorized kind of, um, graphics that they use it's really really pretty and even in early access it seems like shadows of kurgansk has got a lot of the right pieces in a lot of the right places um except for one thing and i gotta i I have to i know 
I we're going to try to come in at 30 minutes this week, but I have to say this. It defaults the language defaults like when you, you first boot it up. By the way, it's rock solid, rock solid stable, rock solid stable. Um, it's the gin that is smooth. Uh, Shadows of Gorgansk, when you first boot it up, it's default for all the menu selections, is in Russian. It's all in Cyrillic. So there is, like, a... a, There was a demi moment of, like, oh, fuck, this has got to suck. No, this this game... And once you find where it actually lets you change it to English, which is... Which was a process. Um, The menus and, like, the tutorials and everything, they're written in excellent, excellently translated English. Um, So, yeah, uh... By, by the way, they built Shadows of Kurgansk. That's K-U-R-G-A-N-S-K. Uh, an adventure game where you need to survive in an area full of danger and mystery. By the way, it, it's, um, you crash in like, you, you experience a helicopter crash and, uh, you end up in the irradiated zone. Um, your goal is to stay alive and find the way out, fighting monsters and completing story driven missions, fight zombies, build asylums, and find your way back home. Uh, came out, uh, October 9th, 2016. I have no idea why it says that that's the release date. Because it just popped up uh, for Linux yesterday, um, so yeah, it might be uh, might be old and noteworthy, but it's new and noteworthy to me, and it's definitely new. I keep a pretty fucking sharp eye out for this stuff, so you know, blah. By the way, this is uh, th- this episode uh, we have a special feature, um, Lost in the Shuffle, featuring games that. Uh, fell through the cracks for one reason or another over the last couple months. You know, we do it fairly regularly, like twice a year. Okay, so that is Shadows of Kurgansk, which is looking good. Check out the video of it. Um, then up next, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, lost in the shuffle of, uh, speaking of games that got lost in the shuffle, mmm, yes, one of my, mmm. Tired of living in the present, taking each day as it comes, and generally having the time of your young hot lives? Good news! Thanks to the brain boxes at Roll 7, you can literally go back in time and play the definitive director's Super Snazz of Hyperbomb Megalodon edition of Not A Hero! Not A Hero! Not 10, but 3 extra challenging new levels! Hmm, value. Packs full of new missions! <laughs> Seven new colors of pixels, and for the first time in the middle Seven. of the history of mankind, play as the dynamic purple prince himself! Yes, Bunny Lord! The AK of sexy rabbit justice, and carrot stab criminals in their terrible faces! Oh my god! Use the future, unbreak the past, and wrap up the present in a gift wrap of violence! Awesomeness. So what are you waiting for? Make the simplest financial decisions since your last mega your purchase and get all and not a hero in one handy single financial transaction now. That's right, me, myself, and Bunny Lord DLC for Not a Hero, one of the funniest and most insane games I've ever played in my entire life. Absolutely fabulous. Um, this is a downloadable. It's it's a deal, downloadable content pack. Lets you play as Bunny Lord. So me, myself. And Bunny Lord for Not a Hero. Uh, it's two dollars and ninety nine cents. It came out um July eighth, twenty sixteen. So yeah, like I it totally got lost in the shuffle between uh, everything else and uh, uh, the Steam sale and blah blah blah. <laughs> if you if you have not played Not a Hero, if you've never heard of Not a Hero, go look at Not a. He- okay, okay, all right, Ivor, you're right. Ivor is suggesting that I take us there through the magical broadcast. Hey, Nerd Face! Tired of all those political games where you don't get to beat someone's face in with a hammer? Good news! <laughs> has traveled back in time to Falcon Punch Crime! In its depressing forms! In the, the testes! motorized, stereotypical, and somewhat xenophobically casted crime bosses bought their Nevertor, who cover your Nagi and upgrade! Upgrade! shot, it's not real! It's just a computer video game using state-of-the-art graphics to- And she's Welsh, baby! Okay, so anyway. Uh, so that's, uh, me, myself, and Bunny Lord DLC pack for Not a Hero. Um, and then finally, uh, finally, we, we do have like a couple, like, honorable mentions, kind of. Um, but finally, in our really big new and noteworthy, we have a game that, like, I paid for and I played, I tried to play. It, it boots up and runs. Oh my god, it's loud. It's fucked. 
RimWorld, R-I-M-W-O-R-L-D. Builds itself as a sci-fi colony sim driven by an intelligent AI storyteller. Inspired by Dwarf, Fortress, and Firefly. Generate stories by simulating psychology, ecology, gunplay, melee combat, climate, biomes, diplomacy, interpersonal relationships, art, medicine, trade, and more. So far, the reviews have been overwhelmingly positive. 547 reviews. It came out July 15th, so today, 2016. It is... The base package is $29.99. It's in early access. Um, sorry if that music was so loud. Like, we've been trying to establish some way that I can actually monitor the actual fucking levels of, of, uh, what, what we're playing when we're playing us. Anyway, but, and so far, we've been having some issues with that. Anyway, so I have a couple problems with Rim, Rim World. Man, I'm having some problems talking tonight. Ivor, did you slip me a Mickey? Ivor has slipped me a Mickey. It's for, uh, he says it's for episode 90. Okay. That's, that's all. It's all right then. It's just, it's just, it's just, fuck you. It's, uh, get you pissed. Um, so I have a couple problems with Rim, Rim World. Oh my God. Maybe I have a couple problems with Rim World. First of all, um, my number one problem with Rim, whoa, part <laughs> using the words required to speak its title. Apart from that, um, my number one problem with Rim World is the, uh, if you go to the store page, here's what it says buy Rim World, $29.99. Buy Rim World name and game pack, $49.99. Buy RimWorld Backstory in Game Pack, $124.99. Buy RimWorld Pirate King Pack, $199.99. I have never seen, I don't think I've seen a game in early access that is just that outrageous. Um, speaking of which. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the trumpet player in the band and our... Our announcer's not here, and he's supposed to sell the product, so I guess I'll have to take his place. Our our music is being brought to you tonight to the courtesy of Gentry's Gin, the ideal drink. Uh, the ideal whenever drink. Whenever you're planning a party, you always have Gentry's Gin around. Uh, as you pour it out, listen to it gurgle. Gurgle. <laughs> Down the hat. <laughs> no after effects. <clears throat> no sour stomach. Not with Gentry's Gin, the <laughs> ideal drink. And now, some music with the fellows in the band. Okay, so back to the review. Um, back to the, so, my other problem about RimWorld. Oh my god, I said it right. Mm. Mm. Come on, people, let's live it up. It's not raining inside tonight. Uh, my, my other problem with RimWorld. Oh god! <laughs> Program of music is being brought to you to the courtesy of Gentry's Gin, the ideal drink. Ah, yeah. Always have a bottle of Gentry's Gin on hand for the party you're planning. As you pour it out, listen to it gurgle. Down the hatch. Yeah. No sour stomach. No. No after effects. Thanks. That's Gentry's Gin, the perfect drink. And now, a little more music with the fellows in the band. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so back to the review. So, uh, my other problem with RimWorld is that there is no, f- okay, so apart from like this just outrageous, those are outrageous prices. $200 RimWorld Pirate King Pack, it doesn't even tell you what the fuck that is. Um, I was kind of so horrified, I, you know, honestly, I didn't really make a concerted effort to look at what the Pirate King Pack entails, but $200? What? <laughs> anyway, uh, and by the way, the game looks like a top-down tile-based. It's very nice looking, but it is basically um beveled pixel, you know, pixel art. Meaning, like you know, if you're in 3D design, it's like they soft they softened all the corners of all their little cubes. Uh, and, and what what was the name of that game, Ivor? What was it called? Listen to it gurgle. Down the hatch. No after effects. No after effects. No sour stomach. Not with Wimbledon. The ideal drink. And now. A little more music with the fellas in my. That's right. Hit it with that trumpet. Down the hatch. Ah! Okay, so. 
There is no tutorial in RimWorld. Oh, I said it right. It seems like I could say it right once every 30 seconds. RimWorld, which is not a gay porno set in a prison, by the way. Um, and <laughs> I almost said something so offensive. I must be getting way more buzz than I thought way faster than I thought. Anyway, there's no tutorial for a $30 game. That's like, you know, very, it's not just procedurally generated, allegedly, ostensibly, it's a artificially intelligent driven storyline generating blah, which is a fancier way of saying that they have a, um, a specific, you know, (laughs) sorting algorithm. And it's kind of cool though. It's, it's got fancy presentation and everything, but it doesn't have a tutorial. So. I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out how to get any one of my characters to do anything. Other, I mean, it's great. They all have like, they're like, it's, it's, it's a very compelling game. I gotta say, Rim, Rimworld. As you pour it out, listen to it gurgle. <laughs> Down the hatch. <laughs> no after effect. <laughs> no sour stomach. That's now with Rimworld. The ideal's right. And now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they couldn't bother to put in a fucking tutorial, so I couldn't get like them, the, my characters in Rimworld to do anything. They all have like, it's like a Tamagotchi kind of experience. Like you can give them directives and stuff and you can assign them kind of in like this. Anyway, it was a very frustrating and irritating, frankly, 30 minutes. Um, especially having paid $30 for it, but the reviews so far have been overwhelmingly positive. Wow. I got overwhelmingly out for RimWorld. Overwhelmingly RimWorld. And that's right. Cause I'm a professional broadcaster in a world with Rim. No, we are not talking about Straight Outta Compton. We are talking about mm, Straight Outta Space, motherfucker! So anyway, that's RimWorld. Can we spend some more time on RimWorld? I think we just fucking spent the whole half show on Judges to the with Kids Music from the band. Okay, so had to cover it though. It, it hit like a bullet. I mean, 547 reviews, release date July 15, 2016, still in early access. Um, it has a ton of potential, but I would love to see a fucking tutorial because I could not figure out. I do enough in my life where I have to open up a separate browser window to fucking find out how to do what the fuck it is I'm trying to do. You know, I don't need to recreate with that same experience. Um, Please, for God's sake, and for as much as I hate in-game tutorials in general, ah, yeah, why don't you totally destroy the experience of playing a video game by marching me through like a pedantic fucking, fucking, uh, music teacher who wants to point out and make sure you notice every subtle feature of everything that we have prepared for you. Oh boy, way to break that whole fucking magical experience that is the video game. But for as much as I hate them in general, sometimes they're absolutely fucking necessary. And without one in RimWorld, I'm just, I can't believe that they, I thought about returning it in all honesty, but it has so much potential. It looks so good and it looks so close to being done. And it looks like it could be a massive time vacuum. Like, you know, you could spend a lot of time with it. Uh, that I was like, ah, oh, give it some time, you know, it's still in early access, blah, blah, blah. $200 for the Pirate King edition! So, yeah, everyone go out and buy the $200 Pirate King, uh, you know, <laughs> early access edition of RimWorld. You won't regret it. Um, that's the one with the tutorial. The $200 one comes with the tutorial, right, Ivor? Alright, and so, um, then we have, uh, just a couple of like demi honorable mentions this week for our new and noteworthy. We have Crush Your Enemies, which I am not interested in playing at all, but it's not my type of game. It's a top down pixel esque, um, 1990s, early 90s, uh, style, um, strategy game. Uh, but came out July 13th. Here's what they have to say. Go back to the awesome glory days of real-time strategy games. Crush your enemies have hey, everything... Nate. Are you here to learn about our badass conquests? Good. 
People are telling legends about all the intense shite we cause. <laughs> Let's start with this one. Lots of fun. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait for it to come out. How can you? Brian Crescente. How can you? Polygon. How can you enjoy Good it? News, Brian. The game is available now. Just give us your money, brush your impressive <laughs> hair, and say goodbye to your lovely family for seven to ten hours. And that's only the single-player campaign. <laughs> it's not as stiff or methodical <laughs> as other games in the genre. And genre. It's on some typically conventional gameplay. Make crush your enemies stand out. Momozush. I digital <laughs> By the way, I, I should say that this this the guy who's who's delivering this copy, our friendly announcer here, is a cartoon barbarian who is obviously, you know, having some problems. Almost as many problems as I am with uh, multi-syllable words. Well put, though, but not all of us are as good in using words as you are. <laughs> so here's a version for the rest of you. Decide how many lads go here. Use professions like a boss. Take land, kill enemies. No bullshit. Banging wins the war. The Sparrow's Journey. The designers keep correcting us, saying that it's recruiting, not banging. But we're grown up, <laughs> and we know there's only one way for people to multiply. <laughs> That's banging! I am especially excited for the promised cross-platform multiplayer mode, where you can enjoy slaughtering your enemies with your friends. Becker Smith- I mean, that's from Becker Smith. And games. <laughs> Did we promise that? Anyway, so we've spent quite a bit of time on Crush Your Enemies. The reason why, I guess, like I'm kind of getting a little convinced. Um, maybe, maybe I'll give it a try. It's 15% off now through July 20th at eight dollars and forty nine cents. But the reason why we're really featuring it, okay, Ivor, I know we're gonna go for another twelve hours. I know it's the 90th episode. Fuck it. It's brought to us by Gentry's Gin, the gin that... How about some more... Glug, glug, glug. Listen to a gurgle. Um, Crush Your Enemies is is the next game brought to you by uh, the wonderful uh, uh, publisher, Gambitious Digital Entertainment. Same guys who brought us Hard West. So these guys, as a publisher, take risks on really good independent titles I have yet to be disappointed. Hard West is one of like the most underrated games, I think, available for Steam in terms of like independently developed, uh, games, um, that I played. Man, Hard West is a good game. So the fact that Gambitious is putting out Crush Your Enemies and the fact that, you know, like obviously, uh, it's got a great sense of humor and et cetera. I thought I would mention it. Give them a little plug. And everyone seems to love it. Um, came out July 13th and, uh, already positive 34 reviews, which is fucking pretty good for a game that, like, I, I was not on my radar. So anyway, um, then, uh, just a quick mention, Forgettable Dungeon. Um, it's not out yet, but they have a coming soon page on the Steam store. So I'm hoping that it'll be out soon and I'm hoping that it'll have Linux support. Um, unlike so many other things that say that they have Linux support and then don't want to, but they really, <laughs> oh God, I help me. <laughs> Why is they? Why? So much love to give. Um, unlike that, uh, hopefully they will actually launch with Linux support. As the Steam Store page, for some reason, it keeps spitting it out as, like, it's going to have Linux support. So I don't know. It's hard to deal with reality when nothing makes any fucking sense anymore. Um, So that's Forgettable Dungeon. Go check out the video for it and Lust. Lust after. I'm all over that game. It looks fucking awesome. Um, It's a dungeon crawler, but you got to see the video to really understand why I'm excited about it. Uh, Multiplayer, local, and uh, online. Uh, dungeon crawler. Um, and then, uh, finally, just a real fast honorable mention for search, a game called Search and Kill, which I think was made by the same people who brought us the game <laughs> Newell Simulator. Search and Kill looks ridiculously stupid at first, and then it starts marching you through like these really kind of incredibly prepared, um, renderings of the 3D environments that it actually uses. It's a, uh, it's like an Unreal Tournament style, um, 
online multiplayer first person shooter um lots of guns it looks like there're not lots of guns lots of crazy physics and predominantly featuring a shotgun from what i saw so that's um shadow i mean that's Ser- search and kill which i think is $5 so in like reverse order we um Something like Reverse Order. We had Judges Jen in Rimworld. No, we had Shadows of Kurgansk. Uh, me, myself, and Bunny Lore, the DLC, the downloadable content pack for, um, Not a Hero. Uh, Rimworld. Rimworld. Where all your fondest homosexual fantasies come true. Oh, it's all in all the time in Rimworld. 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 Uh, oh god. Um, Crush Your Enemies, uh, Forgettable Dungeon, and Search and Kill, which, of course, Ivor, will you do the honors for the 90th time? As if we haven't even had these, you, cause you, you were 90 episodes late making the bumpers. Anyway, uh- what do you think? Oh, my God. It's Bolivians. Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. So, as intimated earlier in the show, um, our, our feature this week, and we'll try to, you know, it's not, it's not a huge feature, but I, I did want something... Um, for at least just for our 90th, 90th episode. Wow, language, do not fail me. Wow, it took 90 episodes for me to stutter and just be this fucked up. Oh, wow. Um, anyway, these are games that, for one reason or another, uh, either we haven't talked enough about them or they slipped through the cracks. Um, we'll try to make it kind of quick because I just really want to blot first off in our Lost in the Shuffle. This game got crushed by the Steam sale, and it's a game that everyone who runs Linux should totally check out. And I say this as someone who hates the game on which this is based. Pac-Man 256 will control your life and begin to dominate your sanity. It is awesome. It is a... I hate Pac-Man, personally. Let's see if we can get uh, just... I just want to hear... Oh, you know what? I have an even better idea. Why don't we actually just launch our game? Because that's where the sound's at. Check out this remix. Someone got paid $10,000 for this, I'm sure. Add this beat. But it's so good! Anyway, Pac-Man 256, it's a, it, it takes Pac-Man into a procedurally generated, demi-isometric, um, three-dimensional, pseudo-three-dimensional world um, that's infinite with all sorts of um, power-ups. And you laugh. I hear you laugh. It will... The challenges and just the zen... Meditation. It was our video of the week a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was a link to my Tumblr page. Go and check that. Check out that link to see what. See a video of me playing Pac-Man Two Fifty Six as I narrate what it sounds like. Ivor, do we got that? Any, oh, thank you, Ivor. Thank you for queuing that up for me. That's that's wonderful. Ivor, ninety episodes and you're shit-canned. Ah, I haven't threatened Ivor's job in at least a week. Hang on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Ah, here it is. Darcy blows. Darcy blows. Only problem is it won't let me stop. 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 No breaks. Ain't no breaks. Ain't no breaks. Gotta get more points. Yeah, now everything's okay. Won't let me stop. Won't let me stop. Oh yeah, won't let me stop. 
That's Pac-Man 256. It's cheap. It's like five bucks at full price. So check it out. Um, definitely worth it. We didn't get enough time to talk about it or rant about it. Well, let me stop. Well, let me stop. I think I've logged like six, I've logged six hours in pa- I hate Pac-Man more than any other game. Ah, so that's Pac-Man 256. Um, up next, Salt and Sanctuary. S-A-L-T and Sanctuary. S-A-N-C-T-U-A-R-Y. I don't know how the, I've only played it for 13 minutes and it's not the most inexpensive game. It is a fabulous, fabulous, um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night style side scrolling. This world has known war for centuries. My it's, peace is finally. I feel really bad because this guy doing this voiceover we is probably the developer. To secure that. Secure this mission. Anyway, so I can't. I'm sorry, I can't listen to that guy. <laughs> Secure. <laughs> Taste the syllable syllabic action. Oh yes, every. Anyway, so Salt and Sanctuary. Whoa! It came out May seventeenth, twenty sixteen. I have no fucking idea how this escaped my attention. I think probably because. It was like either an early access or something. It's $17.99. I've only played it for 17 minutes. It is absolutely like what Void, um, oh God, what's it called? Not Void Expanse. Um, was that what it was called? Void Expanse? Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I am losing my fucking mind. What is it called? No, not Void Expanse. Um, Elsa Nova. God damn it, Elsa Nova. Um, uh, <laughs> this. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I swear to God, I'm just out of my mind. I guess. Um, well, whatever game that I am trying to think of. Axiom Verge, Jesus Christ. Only through sheer luck of scrolling through my library <laughs> and my Steam client. That was just total fucking random luck. Um, Axi- Axiom Verge. What Axiom Verge did for Metroidvania in terms of taking basically like the entire Super Metroid template and oh my god, not only did it bigger, bigger, better, 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 better. Oh, that's what Salt and Sanctuary did. Wow. <laughs> fucking ponderous, man. It's fucking ponderous. That's what Salt and Sanctuary does for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Only with um, an entirely different art style. It's got this fuzzy, beautiful, um, foggy, side-scrolling, uh, watercolor quality to it. In like this uh, kind of snow-field misty island delirium as you use your sword and shield depending on your character to fight the undead um as you navigate from sanctuary to sanctuary uh hoping to have enough salt to uh to uh provide tribute at each altar um it's I only played it for 17 minutes because I've been, this whole week, I've been trying to nail down the um, four showdown review. Uh, you will hear more of Salt and Sanctuary in a full review, I'm sure, sometime in the next four episodes. So Salt and Sanctuary, if you're into side-scrolling platformers and if you like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, go get it. Or at least go look at it. So that's Salt and Sanctuary. And then finally, just... Just throwing this out there, Descent Underground. If you are not following the developers, if you if you haven't signed up for their newsletter, 
it's the only email newsletter I get that effectively communicates anything from the develop from the actual development team in an open and honest way to its actual fans really makes you not just feel like you're part of the community, but makes you feel like you're part of the development and they don't pull their fucking punches. Like, yeah, you know, um, the new fucking build of the Unreal tournament engine that we're using that just came out. Well, it broke everything. And so while you can still fire missiles, you can't move. And we have no idea how to fix this. And we've been trying to fix this now for 96 hours. So everything is broken. And, you know, blah, we are aware of it. Blah, 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 blah. They also have a great weekly video podcast where... um they invite everyone, uh, all their fans, you know, to jump in. It's it's a live stream thing, and they also uh, post it to YouTube. Um, I think it's called the Wingman's Hangar. I've I've seen a couple of episodes. These guys are really doing what I wish you could. I what I wish we would see more of from not just independent develop developers, but any development team that uh, really has their shit together. I mean, it takes a team to be able to have enough time for someone to be able to know what's going on with the team and also put together the the newsletter. And it it's I swear to God, out of all the newsletters I get, all the updates I get in my inbox from like you know all the news releases, all of the marketing, all of the shipping notifications, blah 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 realistically, the one, it doesn't show up, like, it's not, like, every week or anything like that, it's not annoying, it, which means that I actually stop and read it, um, I have a filter in my Thunderbird that pulls it out, you know, blah, and flags it so that I, I, I can see when new ones arrive, and I read it, uh, cause it's so great, um, and it's also kind of like a, a miniature, um, software development tutorial, anyone who wants to know how to really do it, um, the right way and how to really communicate effectively with your fans and how to really respect your fans because that's the thing it's like you know you couldn't do this for like uh, if this was your first game and you're an independent developer or even an independent studio um, and you couldn't hire anyone to do this even if you had like a multi-million dollar you know capable publisher who you know assigned a PR person for you because they don't understand the the ins and outs it's only because Descent Underground has such a legacy and they've re- it seems like they've retained such a sense of their core development ethos and personnel um, and the people who really understand the game are actually really good communicators who understand how to use new medium like live streaming and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's not, it, do- it doesn't take the, it's not the end of the world to have a podcast every, you know, one hour long podcast where you play live online with all of, you know, the fans and friends of the development, you know, blah, it's totally open invite too. And they have a great chat room. That's always rocking. Um, the developers, when you send them an email, the developers get back to you themselves. Um, and I'm not just talking about like from a PR perspective, I'm talking about like, you know, if you have a problem or whatever, it's, pretty fucking cool. So I wanted to really mention that because Descent Underground, we haven't had an excuse to really bring up Descent Underground. It is in constant furious development. They are adding humongous new features all the time. They are, right now they're going through another quality assurance pass-through, I think. Um, but they just added cockpits. They are all, they have taken uh, they have taken Descent I'm sorry, did I, have, I been, have I been saying Unreal Tournament? Anyway, they've taken Descent the classic original descent they have already managed to really modernize it um in ways that you can't even imagine if you're if you were an old fan if you're a fan of the old original descent or descent 2 um we're not talking descent free space we're talking like in the mines you know blah like there are multiple ship types now with like um mining classes like you can mine uh for like co-op play you can build walls and shit they're they're really trucking so you know if you're at all interested by the way the game is um i think it's still 20 bucks um i am almost positive it's still in early access runs great on linux when it's running. So that's Descent Underground. So, wrap up. Uh, Pac-Man 256. Go get it. It's like five bucks. Salt and Sanctuary. And uh, Gentry's Gin. No, Descent Underground. So, 
Uh, that brings us to everyone's favorite, the deals. We'll have a very, very short deals section this week, uh, Sans Music. So, Ivor, don't you fucking touch that, but don't you do it! Okay, good man, Ivor. I knew I could trust him. I knew I could trust him. No music this week for the deals. Sorry, even though it is episode 90, we're running long. Um, but we do have three unbelievable deals for you this week, including one title that I can't fucking believe is now available for Linux. So, first of all, one of our one of my favorite games that I've ever played for Steam... Uh, Transistor. Thank you, Jeffy Wise, for my Transistor poster, which is sitting on my wall across from me as I record this. Transistor. Fabulous fucking role-playing game. 80% off. The way this game tells a story is unlike anything you've ever experienced. Unbelievable voice acting. Fucking phenomenal artwork. Um, and great gameplay. Transistor is a steal right now through July 18th at $3.99. And then the progenitor of Transistor, the game that that same studio uh, made before Transistor, Bastion, B-A-S-T-I-O-N, 80% off, $2.99, which I've never had the time to play because I've, you know, that was before my time. I found Transistor, fell in love with Transistor, played Transistor. Um, but Bastion is also 80% off at $2.99 now through July 18th. And finally, this is a worthy, you know, I, I wasn't sure where to put this in the show, if it was new and noteworthy or if it was lost in the shuffle or if it was a top story. Very rarely is a game on all of those levels and in the deals all at once, every category and worthy of our 90th episode because that's never happened before so that's like a 0% chance of that having occurred prior to the 90th episode um, statistically it's, it's profound in probability depending on where you break down in that titan space quantum continuum multiverse blah ha, ha. most people think that time runs like a river but they're wrong it curves back on itself much like a figure 8 and we must be cautious lads for if we leave too early we should arrive too late <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen a game dearer to my heart than Psychonauts than Another World than uh, Grim Fandango ladies and gentlemen Day of the Tentacle Remastered the original classic for the Commodore C64, remastered, revamped with an all-new facelift, all-new graphics, same great gameplay. Day of the Tentacle also runs on Linux. They just rolled out Linux support. That's the only reason why um, it appeared on my radar at all. Um, let me see. Let's go to the store page. And Day, of the, Day of the Tentacle, of course, Double Fine, Tim Schafer, blah, blah, blah. If that's his name. I always get his name fucked up somehow. Day of the Tentacle. Have any people ever been hurt in this thing? Of course not. This is the first time I've ever tried it on people. <laughs> Fabulous. Day of the Tentacle, July 11th, they launched with a Linux version. Um, but the remastered came out on March 21st, 2016. Right now, through July 18th, it is 40% off at $8.99. Absolutely go fucking get it now. Um, especially if you might be a younger member of our audience who doesn't really understand what I mean by um, a uh, typing clicker or a side-scrolling adventure game. I remember Day of the Tentacle... And Maniac Mansion. I don't remember Day of the Tentacle being uh, point and clicker. I remember both of them, both Day of the Tentacle and Maniac Mansion being. Um... Oh yeah, okay. So Day of the Tentacle was the sequel to Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion was fabulous. That was Commodore sixty four. Um, Day of the Tentacle originally released by Lucas Arts in nineteen ninety three as a sequel to Ron Gilbert's groundbreaking Maniac Mansion. Day of the Tentacle is back in a remastered edition that features all new hand-drawn high-resolution artwork with remastered audio, music, and sound effects and it is ready, willing, and available to run on your Linux box. This is... If you're into game design and you're a younger member of our audience, um... Seriously. 
Go see how the Masters do it. Day of the Tentacle. Check it out. And that'll do us. So um, we had Transistor, Bastion, Day of the Tentacle. Um, those are our deals. Uh, our new and noteworthies that I want to hit are Shadows of Kurgansk. Uh, and uh, Gentry's Gin. I mean, Rimworld. Uh, Crush Your Enemies. Me, Myself, and Bunny Lord. Uh, and keep an eye out for um, Forgettable Dungeon. And Pac-Man 256, Salt and Sanctuary, and Descent Underground. Thank you. Uh, that'll do us for episode 90. Wow. Just under an hour. <laughs> Sorry, we went long, but I couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, and thank you all so much for listening. Um, yeah, 90 episodes. I mean, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. In 10 more episodes, we'll make a big deal out of it. Oh, one last thing. Uh, our website is now uh, 90% better in terms of stability, crashiness, and faster loading, um, we were experiencing, we were just getting crushed um, with download volume, uh, people streaming and subscribing and pulling down the MP3s and our poor little Drupal DigitalOcean droplet finally couldn't handle it, so I had to bite the bullet and actually upgrade our droplet. So, it's significantly improved. If you've given our, if you've been to bestlinksgames.com before and have found the, the uh, experience less than satisfying, believe me, I have. I'm the guy who has to use that interface to edit it. Um, yeah, right, Ivor? Ivor also helps me out with that. Uh, it, it's much better now, so you might give it a second chance, especially uh, to check out um, Shadows of Kurgansk, that video. That'll do us for episode 90. Away, Excelsior! The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, I'm busy with Kamakuri Justice in the best damn drink you ever had around the house, any time. Pour it out down the hat. And that, hey, that's a good stuff, And now, I'm dropping it up. And now, to hell with the music, I'm gonna get drunk. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs>